Hi. This is Andrew Lada. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 67, Lions, Tigers, and Abortion. Oh my. So you might have heard that there was a leaked document from the Supreme Court that suggests that Roe v. Wade will be overturned by the Supreme Court sometime this summer. Now, I previously did a podcast episode on abortion. It was episode 54, if you want more abortion content. And who doesn't? My point in that episode is that the abortion debate is one of the most interesting and complex of any possible discussion of public policy, at least in principle. Invariably, it's one of the dumbest discussions in practice. I had some hope that the news of a possible overturning of Roe v. Wade would actually allow us to engage in a measured and thoughtful discussion of abortion, but nah, it just got dumber. The lack of insight and general facts being presented in the current debate is astounding, even to an eternal pessimist like me. So please oblige me while presenting a few facts, a few facts that you should consider in your discussions on this issue. I mean, you don't have to consider them if you're just going to shoot off your mouth on Twitter or Instagram. But if you really actually want to talk, let's talk. So first, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it will not make abortions illegal. It will return the decision on abortions back to the state legislatures where it rested before 1973. Roe v. Wade took the decision from the states and made it a federal legal rule. And in fact, there were many states that had made abortion legal prior to the decision in 1973. It was legal in 20 states and probably would become uh, legal in many more because that was the trend at the time. Now, I've heard people say the government shouldn't be involved in health care decisions, especially the federal government. Yes. Healthcare policy is generally decided at the state level. That's why your doctor gets licensed for the state they are in. If the doctor moves to a different state, they have to get new medical licensure because there are state-specific requirements. Roe v. Wade took away the state-level governance for this one single medical procedure. And it should not have done that. It was a shit decision at the time. Even the beloved Ruth Bader Ginsburg thought the decision was not well-reasoned and likely to be overturned. After all, there are no explicit rights to abortion in the federal constitution, which is what the Supreme Court is supposed to work on, but there is the 10th Amendment of the Constitution that states, and I quote, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution are reserved for the states respectively. Overturning Roe v. Wade would return the regulation of this one medical procedure back to the states. And I keep hearing people say, well, this is just a medical procedure. It should be treated as such. Exactly. Fine. It should be regulated at the state level. For example, physician-assisted suicide. Physician-assisted suicide where the doctor can help you off yourself euthanasia, is legal in 10 states and Washington, D.C. It is illegal in all other 40 states. People have tried to make the Supreme Court make it legal, 
at the federal level, but that's failed. So they've brought cases up to say, no, make this legal across every state so they can't decide. But in the case of Washington versus Glucksburg, the Supreme Court ruled that it was not against the Constitution for individual states to make euthanasia illegal at the state level. The state could decide whether this was legal or not. What's the difference between that medical procedure and abortion? Try to figure it out. Second, the Roe v. Wade ruling did not provide an absolute federal right to abortion. Most people don't know this. I mean, quizzing around and most people don't realize this. The original ruling of Roe v. Wade stated that states could not ban abortions in the first trimester. That is up to 12 weeks. They could put on reasonable restrictions at the state level for the second trimester, 24 weeks. And they could outlaw it completely during the third trimester. And that's why 43 of the 50 states have abortions limited to a certain stage in the pregnancy. You can't get an abortion after a certain point. Now, what is the scientific or ethical rationale for choosing these arbitrary cutoff points? First trimester, second trimester, third trimester. I think it's probably because nine months is easily divisible by three. <laughs> it's rights based on easily remembered mathematics. So the case that will result in the overturning of Roe v. Wade is based on a Mississippi law that made abortion illegal after 15 weeks. So that's after the first trimester, but before the third. So that's why it's a problem, because in the second trimester, Roe v. Wade said, well, you can put limits on it, but you can't ban it outright. And Mississippi said, no, we're going to do 15 weeks. Now, if you've listened to some people, you would think that this law was an attempt to make Mississippi into a real-life handsmaid's tale. Oh my goodness, pass out the red clothes now. What would progressive countries like Sweden and Switzerland think of us? <laughs> well, Sweden actually only permits abortions until 18 weeks, which is still the second trimester. And Switzerland actually bans abortions after 12 weeks and requires counseling even then. In fact, across Europe, most of the countries, the vast majority, ban abortion after 15 weeks, the same as the Mississippi law. And a bunch of them, including France, do it at 12 weeks. Also, according to the CDC, 92.7% of abortions in the U.S. happen within the first 12 weeks. So the 15-week Mississippi law doesn't sound as horrifying as originally was presented, does it? Now, I realize that some states are going to ban abortions outright in their states. But it's likely to remain legal up to 15 weeks for the majority of the breeding people in this country. As I mentioned in my previous abortion podcast, <laughs> I think the most reasonable stance is that abortions should be legal and rare, which is a centrist idea promoted by Bill Clinton that's not promoted enough. In that podcast, I also talked about the illogical arguments from both sides of the debate. The 
pro-abortion side, the anti-abortion side, their arguments make very little sense. But as dumb as arguments are about the actual uh, ethical aspects and moral aspects of abortion, the current discussion is even more dumb because it demonstrates a complete lack of understanding of governmental structure and U.S. civics. Fact is, Roe v. Wade was a poor decision by the Supreme Court. It overrode states' rights with a very weak rationale. And I understand people say, I want to keep abortion. Fine. That's not how this works. Rights are determined on the basis of the fact that some people might want different things, but you have a right or not a right. And the rights stated in the Constitution are that states get to decide this. Now, there are a bunch of morons who are outside protesting the Supreme Court over this upcoming decision. The Supreme Court was explicitly designed not to be accountable to the will of people, not to be influenced by what people want, but only by the Constitution. If the Supreme Court changed the decision based on protests, it would undermine the entire structure of the federal government. So go harass a congressperson or the president, or more effectively, go harass your local state representative and governor. They're the ones who are going to make the decisions. So there's been a push recently to you have Congress at the federal level make abortion legal, which is something they actually could do. And in fact, the federal Democrats have suggested a vote in the, in the House and the Senate that would make it illegal for states to ban abortion. And if you're in favor of this, and many people seem to be, think about it this way. Do you really want it to be the case that when the Republicans are in charge of the federal government, they could make it illegal in the entire country in the same way? Does either side really want this decided on the federal level? So here's a better choice for you. Actually engage in an informed discussion about what would be a reasonable compromise to make abortions legal but rare. If you're one of those who's in favor of more lenient abortion restrictions... I've got advice for you. Choose to move to Mississippi over Switzerland. Pass the tequila. Out!